Alright guys, I'm going to make a video on bark collars. This is something that has come up already a couple of times. Uh, a couple of followers have asked me about this. A friend of mine asked me to give him a little bit more detail on bark collars. And I know there is some misinformation out there. There is some misunderstanding as to what the bark collar is and how to use it. So this video is to address those questions that you might have if you're thinking a bark collar might be an option for you. What a bark collar does is it corrects. It gives a timely correction to any sort of vocalization that comes out of your dog, okay? That's what it does, that's what it is. It gives the dog a correction for any sort of vocalization that comes out of that dog. Okay, here's what it doesn't do. Here's what it's not. It does not teach your dog to do anything. Okay, it doesn't teach anything. A bark collar does not teach your dog to be quiet at certain times. It doesn't teach your dog uh, the difference between an alert bark and a nuisance bark. It doesn't do that. Okay, it does not teach anything. It only corrects, it only gives a correction for any sort of vocalization that comes out of your dog, but it does not teach anything. If it is any sort of nuisance barking, okay, meaning if it is a type of barking that uh, it's just constant, okay, it's just constant, uh, and uh, you know, and it is potentially now becoming a hassle for you and your neighbors, that might be a good time to consider, okay, to consider the use of a bark collar. Okay, I'm not saying get a bark collar, slap it on your dog, but that would be a good time to consider the use of a bark collar is if the nuisance barking, the constant vocalization is becoming an issue for you, for your neighbors, and is potentially putting your livelihood, your livelihood in jeopardy, meaning you now are potentially facing getting kicked out, getting fined because of the constant nuisance barking that is coming out of your dog, this is not the time to consider a bark collar. You don't want to use a bark collar if your dog is just expressing anxiety, okay? So if your dog is truly anxious, your dog is truly terrified about something, something is causing it to vocalize that is um, more of a, uh, we need to address this issue type of situation, then don't use a bark collar. Here's an example. If your dog truly, I mean truly has separation anxiety, and I can make a video about separation anxiety because that's another topic that is very misunderstood, but real quick, if it is truly, okay, truly separation anxiety, meaning your dog is actually expressing anxiety, or your dog is vocalizing as a result of uh, some sort of stimulus that is uh, making it nervous or afraid, do not use a bark collar for that, okay? Because again, the barking, the vocalizing might not be just nuisance barking or, or just a, a hassle, but it might actually be the symptom of an actual problem that needs to be addressed. In that instance, do not use a bark collar. You're only gonna mess up your dog. And if, uh, if your dog has an issue, as a result of that issue, the symptom is vocalization, you're not gonna get rid of that issue with a bark collar, okay? What will happen is a different symptom will take its place. So you have to be very, very careful about that, okay? Here's another thing, another reason 
where you maybe should not use a bar collar is if your dog is truly understimulated. Meaning, let's say you do live in an apartment and your dog's constant vocalization is becoming an issue for you, your neighbors, and you're thinking, well, crap, I'm just gonna get a bar collar because in the first part of the video, Will said it was okay to do that. But here's the thing. If you live in an apartment and your dog doesn't do anything, your dog just stays there in your, in your apartment like a piece of furniture, and it has no stimulation, it has no, um, you know, it has no outlet to do anything, to be a dog, then you really should not use a bar collar, okay? Your dog is truly, truly just bored out of its mind, and the only thing it can do is maybe bark at whatever little sounds are happening uh, throughout your, uh, you know, your apartment complex or your neighborhood. You really should reconsider that and go, maybe I can use a bar collar a little bit later, but, for now, what I need to do maybe is address my dog's needs, okay? And every dog needs three things. They need physical stimulation, mental stimulation, they need communication. So if your dog doesn't have any of those and it's just barking because it truly has nothing else to do, you really should not use a bark collar. Here are now some side effects of using a bark collar. It will cut out any vocalization, okay? So if you've already determined because of my situation, the bar collar is the best tool right now and you're thinking well you know I've already addressed my dog's needs my dog is very fulfilled there is no issue causing it to bark that is making it nervous or anxious so now I can use a bar collar here are some side effects that you have to be willing to live with and that is it will cut out any vocalization that's the job of the bar collar so if you want your dog to be an alert dog you can kiss that goodbye. If you like having a dog because it tells you when somebody you know, is in your, you know, at your door, or if you, you like your dog telling you that somebody might be breaking into the house, you can kiss goodbye to that because it will penalize any sort of vocalization. It will not teach your dog the difference between nuisance barking and alert barking. So yes, it will cut out alert barking that a lot of people like so you have to be willing to live with that well can we teach the dog the difference that would actually be teaching you would have to do that yourself the bar collar would not do that for you okay and you have to still realize that even if you teach the dog to alert the side effect of the bar collar the use of the bar collar might still Tell your dog, don't vocalize at all, period. So you have to be willing to live with that. The use of bark collars really should be limited in a certain way. What I mean by that is, if you put a bark collar on your dog, remember the bark collar is an electronic collar, so this means the contact points have to touch the skin. It's an electronic collar, so for it to correct the dog properly, the contact points have to touch the skin, which means it has to be snug. Okay, so if it has to be snug, there's constant pressure on your dog's neck, which is fine, but you have to remember, you cannot leave that bar collar, you know, 24 hours a day. You can't leave it on for days on end. Your dog has to have a break from these bar collars, from any electronic collar. So the rule of thumb is no more than 12 hours. Okay, 12 hours is even pushing it, but you can get away with 12 hours as long as you take it off. Okay, what will happen is if you start leaving it for 12 hours, uh, more than 12 hours, or even at 12 hours, the, the contact points will start causing pressure sores. They're not burn marks like a lot of people think, they're just pressure sores. 
So if you leave the bark collar on for just days on end and you're not aware of this, this will cause irritation and pressure sores in your dog's neck that are going to look pretty nasty and they potentially could get infected. So 12 hours max, okay? What you usually do is if you have a, an electronic collar or a bar collar, anything like that, any sort of electronic collar, you should shift it from side to side after about six hours or so. But yes, you have to remember no more than 12 hours. All right, the other thing I wanna discuss is um, if you just slap it on your dog and take it off, slap it on your dog and take it off without looking at this carefully, your dog will become collar smart, which means you know, you're gonna get all pissed off because he's always barking, you're gonna grab the bark collar, you're gonna go, all right, man, screw this, I'm gonna put the bark collar on you so you will shut up. And you do that once or twice, your dog will very quickly learn that it is the tool that is making it happen. And the dog will then be quiet when the bark collar is on, but it will just keep barking when it's off because the dog will learn this because you will have taught it to your dog if you use it in that fashion. Last thing that I'm gonna be going over with bark collars is the, the brand that you choose matters. Now, I am a sport dog guy. You know, I like sport dog, I like Martin Systems, but uh, those are like my two brands of choice. So my bar color of choice is sport dog, um, and it's one particular model. I know they have a couple of models. I have the one that is a little bit more expensive because it really offers me what I need. It really gives me the most peace of mind. What this bar color does is, it activates upon sound and vibration coming from your dog. So sound alone won't correct the dog because what happens with the cheaper bark collars, if you drop a pan and that makes a sound, that will correct your dog. Even if your dog is not barking or if another dog starts barking, that bark collar will correct your dog, okay? So let's say your, do your dog is wearing a bark collar and uh, your other dog barks or you drop something loud, that sound will correct your dog immediately. So that happens with the cheaper bark collars. I don't want that. So the bark collar that I use, made by Sport Dog, uh, this particular brand has two sensors. This particular model has two sensors. It has the sound sensor, but it also has the vibration sensor, which means those two have to be activated at the same time for this to correct the dog, okay? Another additional feature that I like about that bar collar is it has a temperament learning feature, which means uh, it has several levels. And rather than me just turning it on and, and hoping my dog figures it out, what I wanna do is I wanna put that temperament learning setting on the collar. What it does is, as the dog starts barking, it will start with the lowest possible level. Something that's not even gonna be um, you know, uncomfortable. It might be just mildly uncomfortable, but it'll just stay at the lowest level. And if the dog keeps barking, the level will go up a little bit more. And if the dog keeps barking, it'll go up just a little bit more until it finds that right level. Then at that level, it'll stop. And then after a few seconds, it'll go right back to the beginning. So I never have to worry about my dog barking, getting corrected, and uh, you know, and then this thing just correcting the dog constantly because that's a big issue. That's a safety issue that you have to be aware of with bark collars. If you don't put them on properly, here's what will happen. You, you'll get a cheap collar, you put it on the dog, and then your dog will vocalize. And as a result of vocalization, the dog will get corrected because it's a bark collar. So what happens is a lot of dogs, when they get corrected, they vocalize. 
So if your dog gets corrected with a bark collar, it'll vocalize like a lot of dogs do. And then what will happen after the vocalization? The dog will cor get corrected again, which will make your dog vocalize again, which will make the collar activate again and it'll spiral into this really uh, panicking looking thing until your dog goes into learn helplessness and it just gets really stressed out and it's, it's just not a, not a pretty sight. I've never experienced that. I've always been very careful with my bar collars and the use of my bar collars, but I have heard that it can really, really uh, be a messed up thing to behold. So be very careful with that use an expensive, um, you don't have to be expensive, but don't use a cheap brand. Use one that has several different levels and more than one type of setting. So that's why I like the Sport Dog. It has a temperament learning setting. Uh, it also has different levels. So if I wanted to do it manually, I could set it up at the lowest level and have my dog learn uh, through the lowest possible level and not worry about it spiraling into, uh, into this picture of just panic. So I don't want to do that. Okay. Now there are other brands out there. I'm not promoting Sport Dog per se. Um, I do like Sport Dog, but I don't get any any uh, perks for telling you about this brand. So explore different brands. I know people like other brands like Garmin. I've never used Garmin. I've only used Sport Dog, that particular model, and I've been very happy with.